0: We're Continuing from last week, don't worry if you weren't here on how to choose a profession part two. Okay, so it's um, condition the mission and condition which goes through various criteria that one wants, uh, should be looking for in, in seeking out a job themselves or in teaching a job for their son. Okay, so we were in the middle, but one statement which we said is Remeyer says a person should always teach his son. Uh, umnos which is nikia and kala okay which is like clean and light and there are various interpretations based on the Rishonim. one was that it was um
1: it was like uh, clean meant uh, from theft right and light meant
0: like it doesn't involve loss of money like certain jobs are very risky and they're fraught with uh, potential poverty or stresses right and the jobs that are there, they're fraught with um the sionos of uh, gazelle jobs which are dirty by their nature or you know many people are dirty in them and other i think that was the the aura maybe the meiri learned differently he learned nikia meant uh wait a second nikia man these are just different features which you want to have a job so me held nikia man oh yeah, one of them went, oh, yeah. kala means it doesn't break you down physically. It's like light. It's a hard work. A work or job which is like tiring, stressful on your body is you come home and you're zonked, you can't learn, you can't think, you can't anything. It just takes this physical toll on you. And the nikio the, the, is like it's like a certain, like a lowly, embarrassing type of a job. It's also like psychologically, it's, it's tough on your psyche, on your self-image. And a person generally needs to have a certain sense of confidence. And not to feel like a, a Nepa to be able to struggle, succeed in life. It helps the person be able to think and to grow. So well, the point is that there are various features, but your mayor is saying that you want to pick a job which has these properties. Okay, well, so that's really the last, but whatever. The point is there are properties which are objectively good for generally good for learning, for thinking, for growing, for all the social. So your mayor is saying is a person should always teach a son this type of a job. Okay um we spall and he should daven le mischa haosha venfas inshallah the one to whom wealth and um assets properties are is she'ein um nus she'ein ba'nis hashiras because there's no job that doesn't have um property and wealth shelo anis min homnus vel she'er some um all a because neither um
1: property is not from the job nor is wealth from the job but it's all according to us, okay? It's all according to us. okay? So he's saying, again, these are features, good features of a job, one second. Um, yeah, these are good features of a job,
0: and you should look for this type of a job, and you shouldn't say, I guess, Rashi said, maybe there's some Rashi, or someone said, you shouldn't say, oh, uh, yeah, Rashi. Don't say in your heart, that job's not going to make me wealthy. You should see from the one who uh, wealth is this. Right? Because it's saying there's no jobs don't make you wealthy, jobs don't make you poor. Ultimately, it's telling us of us.
1: All right, give me one second. What does it mean it's ultimately telling us of us? What does that mean? So... Yeah. One second, so Ram Rambam Tosa
0: says it meant your are Second, because says, like your children and your life, your longevity and your kit and your and your um, money are not telling us but in which is like other factors out of your control.
1: But I mean, the Gemara sounds like you're dominating the Hashem, right? And so the, the Tosaf Rash thing thinking differently. It says. Um, Yeah, one second. But he does say, sometimes your model can change through
0: z'chus. So, so it means like it's there is a realm. There's like a balance of what degree your wealth is based upon your model, like factors out of your control. And then other factors like your z'chus, your of it. saying Don't say you want to, because an like example, I have a job which is clean and gala uh, is like um embroidering straight lines. I don't know, some job. I don't know what it is, but whatever. Some job that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of money. So I'm um, you might say, look, it's true. This job is great for uh, learning, but uh, it's not gonna make enough money. So saying don't say that, because it's not job. Jobs don't make you rich. Jobs don't make you poor. There's no job that doesn't ever feel the poor people. Ultimately, the wealth, the property is from Hashem, and um, you know it's going to your zechos or your mazel. Therefore, down not Because this is teshuva, right? And one other thing. The Pasuk says the Gemara has the same measure, same
1: thing over right there, which just adds in that, hold on, adds in, oh, it's on the bottom here. No, it's not on the bottom here, it's another page. Yeah. It says, the person who always teaches son, Omnis, Niki, Onikala, and and Davin to the one who has
0: uh, ocean and Apasim, because, again, poverty isn't from a job, and wealth isn't from a job. Ella, but to one who wealth is is, to me is money, to me is gold, to me is silver, says Hashem. This is a passage in Haggai. He was saying, it's in between the Mikdashos, and the Jews lost all their you know, the wealth and from the first Mikdash, and the Navi is saying, don't worry, Hashem is saying, mine is money, mine is gold, mine is silver. And you'll see that there's going to become a great mass of mikdash, the second mikdash, and comes in control of the gold and silver. So that's what i trying to say. It's like you may have thought the Jews were downtrodden, and there's no way they're going to get money to build a mikdash. But on the contrary, they ended up having the greatest mikdash even greater than the first one. So, so something like that. Okay. So the question, So what are our questions? I mean, this is the shot here. So any questions? Why are we bringing Ashkenaz? For the matter. Right. Okay. That's that's the question we asked on it. Just is it true? Is it true that, look, every job you can be richer, job you can be poor? Person can just choose the lowest job out there, a cashier on a total clock there. Just say, look, whatever. I mean, isn't it true that there are certain jobs which make more than other jobs? Is that it? You just don't have any concern at all for, uh, for, for wealth. Just take on a job, the cleanest, neatest job, and uh, that's it. Well, I don't know. It just sounds like something about it. You know, it's almost like it's almost sounds like it's saying there's no such there's no difference between um, I don't know if you're in finance or if you're a cashier, whatever. But is that true? does I don't think that's true. I mean, let's it check the
1: statistics. I don't think it's quite well. It, it no, Question. Uh, let's ask. What does mean by Mazel exactly? Yeah, I gave a share once on Mazel Sunday share. Well, I don't remember exactly the thing, but let's we'll come we'll,
0: we'll get into it. Maybe we'll get into a little bit. Good question. Uh, measure, just learn. You got don't work at all. And just learn. And boom. Right?
1: In fact, the Ramam says that, huh? I mean, describing that kind of person. So that, yeah. there, I mean.
0: The Ramam does have that type of a thing. But I mean, this Rammam. is not saying don't teach your job, your standing any profession. He's saying teach him a profession, which is Good There's another one, the Shita in the Mishnah, who says that. Abaguryan, uh, I think he says. No, no, no. Don't teach yeah, later huh. the So that's a later sheet in the Gemara. But um, that's not what saying. is saying is no, you teach them this. But teach one, don't, don't worry, make sure it's Kala and Nikia. Right? That's the main thing. I mean that's the tricky part, is if it's saying it's all your musul, then why do you say davin? So that's what I think Tosa rush is, tos is to saying. Maybe toast Gersin, because he starts going like Tosaf. But he says, even though there's mazel, I think it's is like a software. Even though there's mazel, sometimes mazel can change for the good three years plus. So that's
1: why
0: you, don't. That's why you don't. So it's like you have mazel, but then there's also room for some sort of tachos through and the combination is uh, whatever. But don't think that it's going to be based upon which job you choose. That's a good question, right? Is this like It Sounds a little bit like somaycholnes. Right, good question. Yeah. Okay,
1: so one other thing, which is perhaps related, you know, so you might say this is, you know, the Ramah wouldn't talk like this. Oh, there's that Ramah, but forget that Ramah. <laughs> Here's the
0: Ramah, it says like this, it's a Mishnah, in Avos, Aleph Yadal, very short. That's the first part of the Mishnah. Make your Torah kept, fixed. Sat, fixed. So Ramam says, Amar, say Talmud Torah Make your Talmud Torah the Iker. V'chol shar zula so And all of your other dealings besides
1: it, secondary. Im nizdamen, nizdamen, It was being secondary. If they happen, if
0: they're prepared for you, they're prepared for you. The imlon him lose them. And if they're not prepared for you,
1: there's no harm in their non-existence. Right? What's so, Okay? So make Torah totally your ichor,
0: your kava, iker, Everything else, tafel. What does tafel mean? If they happen, they happen. If they don't
1: happen, no biggie. Right? Yeah. I have an idea. An idea. What's the question? Oh, what do
0: you are right. What does he mean? What does he mean? If they happen to have they don't happen, then they don't happen, no big deal. No Nasdaq. There, there's an What do you mean? You don't have any food. There's a lot of NASDAQ. What's he even talking about? Right? What does he mean? If not, then there's not not no big deal. Is that really? Isn't that what I insulated? What does that even mean? Right? You're saying don't do malacha, you're just saying is Aseta Kaba. Okay. So. Right, uh, no, I'm just saying it means it should be secondary. What it happens it happens. It doesn't have It doesn't matter. And this Ramam is, you know, is related, related, but um, you know, I'm just, I'm just in, in conflict whether I should read that other Rambam. Really quickly, so the Rambam says "Shmida the very last Rambam Oh, the one about the shirat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really right. Yeah, I gave a about this song also. I need a Mendoza. So it says "V'lo shemit levi b'levah." Not only shemit levi kolish ish. Any person from all the people of the world that his spirit, you know, generously moves him. (laughs) And his mind, his knowledge gives him understanding. To stand before Hashem, to be Misharis, to minister before him, and to serve him. (laughs) To know God. To know God. And he goes straight like Hashem made him. And he throws off of his shoulders the burden of the um, calculations, uh, many calculations Them that people are involved in. Shem will be his portion. So, I mean, that's is extreme, right? This is extreme. I'm just saying, forget about all the chashones of the rabbin and just whatever, and just serve Hashem, and Hashem will take care of it. At the same time, the Rabbim also says that a person can't, can't just throw himself onto the one and take saka and kola, like he's very much against that. He has choice words
1: bad choice of course <laughs> you know the choice to be bad i guess all so, right he says it's a uh, person's uh it's
0: terrible for a person to to Hashem and it extinguishes the knowledge uh, the religion and all
1: that right Oh no, mama maybe says that yeah yeah uh yeah yeah, all right. So says, any person who puts this in Gilgit and Tawantara, any person who in
0: his heart to learn Torah, not to Malacha, and to be inspired as as from Staka, he's Mechal Hashem, he's a vase of the Torah, extinguishes the light of the, the religion, he causes bad himself, and takes his life away from this world. Because Asr to be, be the Right? And he goes on a little more. But called Torah She'enima Malacha, any Torah that does not within Malacha, with Sofa it leads to a the self, Adam there who's wanted to be real, he ends up being a thief. So, again, it's tricky, the Ram is tricky. So that's what I'm just saying. There's a lot involved in the Ram, Ram but it's not so simple. There's like, I don't know, it seems the key difference is towards staka. So, you can't throw yourself on the Ram. Ram and the Shmid didn't say you, you take staka, you just whatever. Well, and in this one, Shmid old it says you just don't involve yourself in these things, and Hashem will somehow take care of it. Not clear how. Yeah, okay. But there's a lot, a lot of things going on, guys. So, again, I'm just trying to grab a lot of sources. I'm not saying I explain them all, but a lot of interesting points here. But, yeah, Ezra. Okay, good. So, so, uh, so let me try to... I do not say a lot of things that you guys are saying. I'm
1: trying to put some some new points. So I guess maybe I'll start with the Rambam. The Rambam and the Perish Mishnah, okay?
0: Where he says this thing of uh, Kevah and Aray, right? Or ta Right, that's funny. Romney says you should think of that. Look, Torah is Iker, and everything else is tough. Well, if it happens, it happens, it doesn't happen. No biggie, right? So, maybe he means that the main idea is the idea of you have to differentiate between the ends and the means. You have to realize like what ultimately matters when you actually
1: pursuing ultimately and what is a means to be able to pursue that okay like what are you looking for in life okay
0: and I guess it could be a big discussion why this is the case but the Ramam's maintains the Mishnah maintains the Torah is what you're looking for in life. right knowledge learning Torah that's the ends
1: of a person's life to be able to build a life around Torah Now, it's true, without money,
0: without food, I mean, you're going to starve, you're going to die, you're not going to learn Torah. So it's true, the, the food serves you to be able to enable you to learn Torah, but you have to, and therefore, in a certain sense, you have to pursue them both. But just because you have to pursue them both doesn't mean you've got just two things. Like, what do we want in life? I want Torah, I want friends, I want family, I want money. I want—I uh, don't know—nice views. I want—I don't know—whatever. Good weather. There's a lot of things I want in life, right? And it might be true there are a lot of things you want in life, but not everything on your list of things that you want is the same. There's an ikkar and there's tafas, and he's saying is that the one ikkar is Torah, and everything else, which I guess he's talking about whole shara seka'ah, your other needs. I think means largely good business, but it means everything else. It's a tough film it means it's a means. It means again, in order to be able to learn Torah, you know, have to have you have to have a good family, you have to have uh, nice views, you have to have, you know? I mean, do you have to? Do you have to have those things? I mean, not not necessarily. There would be a little bit very poor, and like, hello, was very poor, but he ended up learning Torah, and he's a great hello. And the, what
1: would you give? to nice. a hello. I'm sorry, I just, I just, you're kind of saying it's the means versus ends, and now you're just trying to undo the fact that you're saying they're the means. Are these means or they're not means?
0: I'm saying is that they're means, but they're not necessary means. They're helpful means. The means that The means means is like intrinsically there's no harm without them. But if you don't have food, look, I mean, obviously, if you, Hillel didn't die from starvation. He lived in poverty. And there have been many, uh, you know, people, people who have been like that. So it's like, if you don't have, it's like Reku. If you don't have Torah, you're like a fish without the water. It's like, that's the essence. Without that, what good is all your money and all your, you know, good views and all your weather and all your other things. But the Torah is a good in its own right. Now, to some degree, and minimal degrees, you need those things in some form or other, and they help. And again, some things are, are necessary in a teeny bit, like, I guess, food, I guess, you know, you know, you'll die if you don't have anything. But if you have a teeny bit, I mean, you may be in pain but uh, to some extent, and you may whatever, but you can still, in theory, you learn to know. But there's, there's a difference, even when you do need it, even to the degree to which you need it. You have to not get pulled in and think about it as an end And don't, don't, don't get tricked by the fact that you need the money in order to learn. Now think, oh, so that's the, that's the becomes, like you put your energy into it. There's a different type of way you put your energy into it. I think he's saying the attitude you have to have is I don't have money, I ain't as a bad. It means intrinsically, there's nothing wrong if I don't have money. Yeah, maybe practically I need it. I don't think it means there's no harm. Yeah, you might die if you don't have it. But that's like, an, uh, that's like accidental. In a sense, like I, of course, practically, I need to have money and others to be able to eat and learn and all that. But the good isn't to be able to have food and to eat. The good is to be able to have Torah. So there's a, there might be a practical necessity, but not an intrinsic necessity. That is intrinsically, what's kava, what's iqar, is essentially is Torah. And since that's the essence, your decisions should be guided by what's going to maximize Torah. Because when you have the means and you have the ends, you can't sacrifice the ends for the sake of the means. Like when you, and ultimately a person has to decide what job they're or where they want to live or whatever. Well, you have to say, well, what's the ends? And what's, you know, how do I have to keep, you have to keep in mind the ends and what's going to best further those ends. Now it might involve such bonus about the means, but you have to, don't get lulled so it's tricky. It's like we have to, in a certain sense, we put in uh, energy into our job because it's a means. But we like, kind of get stuck and relate to it because we have to excel and agree it'll be a better means if we succeed in it. We were talking about last time a little bit. that It will be better means if you succeed in your job. So you have to, in a certain sense, put a certain amount of energy into it. Otherwise, you're not going to succeed. But then at the same time, you have to kind of keep in the back of your mind that it's still just a means. And that's going to have Nafka meanings gonna have not communists because again if your ends is money then you're gonna do everything you could to get the most money possible and to be protected and to secure your money and to have security for the security and backups and a backup degree and a backup plan and this, you know. But if your goal is your ends is Torah, then you might look you have to get a job. But, you know, maybe your job will max out and it will work out as best as it could. Maybe it won't exactly work out exactly as you, as you see. That. You're not going to have security in that, but that's okay. That's like, you have to, you have to give it the proper, a lot your energy or your security in it is as it means. So, so, some, so back to the Mishnah. Yeah, you have a question on that? No, sorry. Yeah, so, so back to the Mishnah. So I think the thing is, I think this is like a good backdrop. Mishnah it's saying is the person has to choose a profession. So the first thing it's saying is, is like since your ends is Amadora so you should choose an umnuskala choose an umnus which maximizes your ability to stay Torah of that you're not going to be corrupt and theft you're not going to be beat down at the end of the day that you can't work you're not going to have the defeated psychology of, a, of like a you're not gonna be able to learn but to think through, all the various factors in a job and think about how, what is going to best align you, set you up to have the
1: optimal situation for a Dhamma Torah, right? Which is not Pasha, to figure that out, but, right. But now, sometimes that might mean
0: you're going to end up going for a job, which isn't necessarily the highest earning job, right? And so it's saying, well, that's like I said, what are you going to do? Right, that's what Rashi says. Don't say to yourself, "Right,
1: Al Yomar believe Omdazuena This shot doesn't make me wealthy. Eh? Right. Well, but he said, "Don't say that because uh, I'm sorry. I lost my place here. Yeah, El is Rakhman Lishah Oshah But seek Rakhman from the one who is.
0: So I think it's saying a little bit is like this, is that in a certain sense, we overestimate our ability to predict
1: what job is going to, even in the framework of money, we overestimate our ability to predict what's going to lead to the most money. Like,
0: uh, let's say, do, um, do lawyers make more money than teachers? I don't know. So you'd say, well, sure. Look at the average lawyer makes X, and the average teacher makes Y, right? Okay, but what about not the average? So, uh, like, that's true, but there are some lawyers who are bankrupt, who, who are broke, they can't even get a job, or whatever. And then there's some teachers who end up making good money. And there's some, uh, there's like a range. I think where there's like you kind of just set, you imagine that if you go into profession X, you haven't made, it. and if you into profession Y, then you're bound to be in poverty or whatever. And while it might be true that there is a median or a mean of one profession versus another, okay, but that's just a median or a mean, it's a statistical, it's a one number, a measure of central tendency or whatever it is. It's not, it doesn't tell you, I'm sure there are many teachers who have more or better livelihood than people who are lawyers or doctors or whatever the case is. So there's like many factors which are out of our control. There's not, even in the framework of making money, it's not like you have some sort of a a clear path to what's going to make the most money. So don't feel like by going, like your ichor is your Torah. And it's saying is choose a profession, which is going to maximize that. And now I, this is not going to maximize the money. Yes, if all things being equal, it's true. That's likely going to make less money than a different profession. But not that it does, but don't, don't have too much confidence in that. Saying there's no job, it's not the job that makes poverty, and it's not the job that makes wealth. There are jobs, you could be a lot of things are totally and Mazel in, in the breaks that you happen to get. You call them breaks, you call them Hashkacha, you call them the opportunities which present themselves to you, which you manage to jump on and you're able to, you know, make do with them. And like it's not, there's like many things out of your control. Not just the decision to go into this job or to that job, and oftentimes, the degree to which you grow in Torah, you'll be better poised to be able to make more money for various reasons. One of which is Ashkaha, you'll have a, your scar onesh will be greater, your level will be at a higher level, you'll be a greater thinker, so you'll be able to analyze the market better or whatever other opportunity which presents itself. You just know how to think that's going to benefit you and your values are going to be straight you're going to be able to make good decisions you're going to be able to better pursue that, that which is the advantages or situations which are going to help you uh, be able to put, to put food on your table appropriately so it's like you, you there's there's great value in pursuing a path of torah even in the framework of your food of the means it's like it's not necessarily a sacrifice to choose the job which will, the median salary is lower, but it will allow you to grow as a learner, as Obed Hashem to a greater degree. There, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a good argument that even in the framework of money, you're gonna end up being better off because you're, again, you're a good over Hashem, you're a good thinker, you're a good learner, you're, there's, there's benefits to being pursuing the dar Hashem, right? So, that's the thing he's saying. It doesn't mean it ain't ominous. Like in the extreme form, he's saying it's not the job that makes it, it's not the job that makes you poor. As if like there's no statistical reality. But he's saying don't a statistical reality isn't a fact about individuals. It's a statistical reality. But ultimately, a person is each person is their own person. And you could daven like a You choose a path, pursue a life of Torah, and recognize that that's your eikar, and make and act like it's your eikar. Don't say the main thing is Torah. But live your life like the main thing is uh, pleasure or money or whatever else that you're pursuing or you know, success or whatever the case. Not to say those aren't things, but those are things which are a means. And just, you know, you, sometimes you get lulled into it or you might start pursuing these things as a means, but then you can end up getting pulled in to the degree to which it, uh, you know, it starts becoming an, an end in its own right. And you kind of have to check yourself. When you go into it, and when you choose your profession, and each step along the way, it's hard. It's hard not to get pulled in. You see, I think the trick is like this: is that this is part of the challenge. I'm just telling someone this. Someone just asking about
1: that. It's like the world views, like the goal in life is to be successful, right? Whatever that means, right? Be successful. It's like they don't like. That's what they're looking for, and to
0: to say to somebody that I'm going to not pursue success
1: because I want to learn more, they think you're crazy. Right. come to that point, like, um, like I, I know there's
0: a guy in yeshiva who was in Cooper. You know, he went for a year, and they just dropped that because he wanted to learn total. You know, and he went to Queens College. But it's like I don't know if Cooper is, I used to be free. It's like a, it's like a, a Cooper, whatever. It's like a, a super college he used to be free. I'm still free, but it's like, but the but the world, the people in his world, but it's like crazy. No one does that. Are you crazy? You gonna know, give up Cooper? But he just wasn't happy. He wanted to learn Torah, and it's a very hard, very competitive to work. He just saw the trajectory of his life where without it, you know. So he just says, "Listen, uh, that's not what I want." So instead, he dropped, dropped Cooper. Paid for Queens College, whatever it was, you know. And he's successful now, you know, doing very well for himself. And, you know, who knows? What would be even better even worse? Who knows? But if our money is able to go to, the like that type of a thing. But it's like that. I'm saying the point is that there's a pressure from the world. There's a little bit of that, But the world has an idea, a model. The ichor in the world is successful. And it's like they, it's hard for them to, and we feel that. We feel the pressure of the world. But the Iker of Torah, you have to be Torah and everything else. It's like you have a different attitude towards livelihood or profession or whatever. That's a good point. Still one, just one point I guess is that people look at their job or their money or their livelihood at their self-worth. That's that's where it's at. That's the one measure of the man is how successful is he? What's his salary? How much money does he have? What's the size of his house? Whatever. And that's what drives our society. And for us in Torah, that's it's it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Someone says, what's the difference? One guy earns uh, millions of dollars, or another guy earns hundred thousand dollars, whatever. Uh, the amount where he's able to live his life and have time to learn and put food on the table. Who cares? Like what does it ultimately even matter? What's the difference? All right? If how are you able to have a life in mitzvahs? That's ultimately that's the acre. That's the keva. And I think you have, we should that's I think the point. That's in the I'm saying in Nezlik behadra. It means it doesn't matter as long as you're able to be able to learn. It doesn't intrinsically matter. Again, it might matter if you can't learn, you're not able to put food on your table, if you're not able to have time to learn because I'm not saying just be in poverty and then you might not be able to learn that way. So the, 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 the nezek is a nezek that it prevents you from learning. That's different. It's not a nezek intrinsically. That's what's are with me they should relate to other things as a, as a path. I mean, do they happen? They happen if they don't happen. They don't happen. I mean, intrinsically, it does not make one difference whether you have money or you have. Uh, intrinsically. Yeah, if it's not going to allow you to learn, fine, then that's, that's the point. But the idea is that you have to not stop, stop, don't embrace it like the way the world embraces other things, whether they be money or their fame or their pleasure or their whatever again they're different models i think in our society it's like success salary you know uh, you know physical acquisitions but in another one it might be uh friends you know popularity like in high school it's all about being cool or whatever like i don't know there's different other value systems which are you know compete for what is your goal and i feel the point is like kids like like, have five goals it's like not you don't do that. Like some people, their goal is a job and they'll live in whatever town they can make cost money. That's just how they decide where they can live. That's their goal. They're going to live whatever place it's going to give them the highest ladder to success. The they're going to live in, uh, in South Korea, if that's where it is, if that's, you know, whatever, there's a great opportunity. There's an opportunity. There's this, this, that. You know, some people want to help people and they're going to live in um, Haiti, if that's, you know, like there's different, you know, that's the, mod- the, the mode with which you make decisions.
1: I think it's saying is whatever is your ikkar, that's the motive that you make decisions, like what it should be built around. Because that's what matters, ultimately. And it may just
0: remind me a little bit of like, a will call puts me putzmiyur Is that like, I think it means like, ultimately everything is like, in a certain sense, be Shemayim, it's like out of your hands, except for Yerish which is um, Bechira. Right? Which ultimately means, is like your Bechira is within your control. All the other factors are out of your control. And you could try to, like ultimately your decisions are your decisions. God you doesn't force your decisions. Your decisions aren't forced upon you by anything. That's the hero. But all these other factors, how much money you're going to make, how much type house you're going to have, how many friends you have, your, your body is, is going to look like you're healthy or whatever. There are ultimately, there's certain steps you could take. Ultimately, of course, there's certain things you could do to try to best, align them with your objectives, but ultimately they're not really in your control. But like, that's, I guess that's ultimately what matters. And there's certain justice to this whole thing. So what ultimately matters is fully in your control. And those other things, it's, you might say it's unjust that these things are like a lottery to some extent. They're in your mouth, but they don't ultimately matter. So it's like, what's your time against casual? What ultimately matters is fully in your control, which is your Bechira and your, your Shemayim. And those other things, it's true, there's different people at different model. And there's factors, chance, whatever, opportunities. But those things, in a certain sense, like there's a certain justice maybe. I mean, I think that's your question. There's a justice that what ultimately matters is in your control. That's the God set it up. It's like there's certain justice to that. But the factors which are out of your control and which are very much, you know, the lot you're given is very much, you know, are, are... things that don't ultimately matter. Of course, again, there's those other factors often influence you know, your opportunities which present themselves, but ultimately each person has their lot in life and their in life and their ability to choose to follow the path of uh, Torah and Yerushalayim. There's one thing I just wanna mention is that I don't want to fully imply, want well, a little bit imply, but not fully imply that a person could just say, like that, whatever. Like there is an approach of the Ram saying a person can just say, like I'll put the, on the I won't get my job, somehow i will take it. And like uh, there is a level like that, and that's the share I about uh, Mendoza the Mendoza. But that's not an ordinary level. And the person has to be realistic about their their means, their needs. And a certain type of a person is not going to be able to learn if they don't have a certain uh, you know, certain amount of money. And if they choose to be a cashier, there's you know one out of a million cashiers who are have been whatever able to have the type of livelihood that they are. So I don't mean to say forget about the means. What I'm just saying is don't ever forget that it's a means. And put your energy into it in that context. And sometimes you're gonna have to make sacrifices because you realize that it's only a means. And, and you know, it's like that one attitude of means or ends, I feel like affects everything. And if you could keep that straight, then you're not gonna make certain, you'll make certain sacrifices in your means, in your Parnassam, awesome, because of the end. And you're not gonna make certain sacrifices in your ends in order to get the means. And I, I just feel like at least life is tricky to navigate. But that's say like is like one piece of advice, which if you keep that your focus on that, it will inform many decisions. But those decisions are hard to make because they're tricky, and sometimes you have to decide to work in Nissan and in Tishrei in order to have money for the whole rest of the year. Like that Kamara says, right? There's a it was said to I don't want to see you guys in the whole and Tishrei. Make some money. This is the time where you can make all the money for the entire year in Nissan and Tishrei. If you feel like you have to be in the base manager away. you're going to blow the whole year. You're going to have to work hard because you didn't work, uh, put in all your time in Nissan and Tishrei. So there, there is there, you have to see uh, the means. You need the means to, to be able to learn the whole rest of the year. So work hard in Nissan and Tishrei. So not saying just blow off the, the means and it doesn't matter. You have to be intelligent and every decision is tricky. But the, it's like a guiding principle is keep in mind the iker, not the tafel, you know, the what's and what's tafel. Samir Hashem next week will continue. I mean, there's more than one week
1: worth of members here, but um, the mission keeps going. So, you know, hopefully we'll have one more week of this. Maybe more.